On Vision Australia Radio, you're listening to The Seeing Eye Dog Show with me, your host, Hank Moffat. Today, I have very special guests, athlete of the Puppy Games, Abby Howes. Well, the human side of the team of Ivory and Abby. Abby's going to be talking to us about the Puppy Games, uh, what's going to be involved, as well as how you can bring the Puppy Games to your house and some toy selection advice. So without further ado, here is Abby coming to talk to us about Puppy Games and toys. Abby, you're back again. Thanks for having me back. She's back. You're stuck with me again. You're stuck with me raising puppies. You're stuck with me on the radio show. Look, who oh I really feel sorry for is the listeners. I'm sure they're sick of my voice by now. Not at, not at all. So we will start off by asking you what your role is just to refresh everyone's brain. So I am a puppy development trainer for Seeing Eye Dogs um, and I work in the Southeast. So how excited are you for the puppy games? I am pretty excited for the Puppy Games. Um, we're looking forward to it. Me and Ivory are out to win. And, uh, you know, hopefully we come through. But most importantly, uh, Ivory is excited to just show off her beautiful coat to everyone. So, And also the most important thing is to have fun. Is that is that, that it? Yeah, it's definitely not a competition. We're all in it to have fun. Um, and it's for a good cause. It's a competition, but also it's not a competition. So how have you prepared? Um, well, I am actually quite competitive so I've been having Ivory on a pretty strict training regimen <laughs> getting our sits our recalls we're doing lots of distraction walks um lots of nap training nap um, training our calm and settle just... because learning is is nothing if you don't store your memories so we have to have naps afterwards well Ivory does I have to go back to work I mean you could you could just justify it that way couldn't you? you say oh look sorry miss sorry manager you know I just need to have a nap to solidify my learnings right is that no no okay fine oh well you know what we tried we tried the puppies can get away with it and the rest of us just have to to live with that (laughs) so what kind of skills will the puppies demonstrate in the games besides napping obviously well obviously napping is the most important skill for seeing eye dog absolutely not it's just very helpful when their clients are working um, so our puppies will be practicing their uh, distraction avoidance skills. So that could be toys, that could be food distraction. Um, they're going to practice their walking skills. Can they walk nicely? Some of those obedience skills, so their sit, their weight. Um, they're also going to practice their recall skills. So um, can they recall back to their, their trainer in a speedy fashion? With with pace, it's it's with about pace the pace here, and um, accuracy. So, <laughs> what to you, the right trainer to the to the right trainer. Yeah, that that is one of the things, isn't it? Sometimes you do call your dog, and they kind of look around, and they actually can't really work out which one is you. But you know what? That is important. Yeah, that is an important especially factor, especially in a room full of trainers with treat pouches. I do understand the confusion. And you, you know what? Anyone, anyone will do this time. No, it, no, no, not quite. So these kind of skills are th- something that the rest of your pups will be doing as well. I mean, you know, unfortunately, we could only have the best of the best for the puppy games. But would the rest of them be doing kind of similar stuff? These skills are not just for the puppy games, are they? No. So all of the games are designed around skills that our puppies are already learning. Um, so that it is useful for their future job. But they're all skills that every puppy on our program is practicing. So all of our puppies should have really good responsive recall. All of our puppies should be pretty good at avoiding 
distractions and ignoring them, checking in with their handlers. They should all be ignoring food items that appear in front of them while they're out and about. Um, and they should all be learning how to walk nicely. Obviously, different puppies of different ages are going to be at different stages. And every puppy has a different challenge level. So the puppies who are awesome at their distraction might be a little bit less interested in their recall and vice versa. So how and how do you and the volunteer carers prepare pups for like formal training and for those kind of kinds of things? So what we want to do is we want to make training fun for both carer and puppy, but also consistent. So if your puppy is not having fun when they're out and about on their walk, you're going to get a puppy who doesn't want to go for a walk. So we want to make sure they are enjoying it. But we want to make sure we're being consistent and asking for the same skills every time and not changing the rules on puppy. We make sure that we are teaching them where we want them to sit and how we want them to sit and encouraging them to achieve more each training session. So we might be going out and about and practicing that skill in a different location so that they can learn it everywhere and not just in the living room while you're uh, sitting and watching TV for the evening, um, but actually out and about in the real world and practicing those destruction games at home, at work, out and about on the street, in the shop, because in the real world, you're going to come across any challenge anywhere. Because I gather it's actually a bit of a different skill to practice those kind of things when in, in a nice kind of calm, quiet environment than, you know, at at a shopping centre or, or with their other distractions, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you know, everything is so much easier when you're in the perfect setup environment where it's nice and easy, um, but then you start to add some distractions and it gets a bit harder. So, um, And you can also have that stacking behaviour where you keep adding new and new challenges and you're asking for a bigger a bigger task of your puppy. Um, you know, the, the more shopping bags you try to bring in at once, the harder it gets to open the front door. <laughs> It's kind of a bit like um, like that thing as well, like where I've taught my my pet dog, my golden retriever, a few tricks, and then she's so good at them at home. And then you know you bring them out and and you say to someone that's that's around or you're out and about, and you say, "Oh, look, yeah, I've taught my dog this trick," and um, they just kind of look at you like, mm, "Did you did you teach me that?" <laughs> exactly, and this it's that uh, environmental learning. They haven't generalized it to that new location, so you need to practice all their skills in as many places as you can within reason for your puppy's age so if you have a a 10-week-old puppy you're not going to be driving them into the middle of the CBD to practice these skills you're going to be practicing them in an age-appropriate location but as many of those locations as you can. So for the puppies watching the games at home do you have any fun training exercises you could suggest? Absolutely so number one you can set up um, distraction courses of your own Um, so having your as you walk through your course you might have a pile of food that someone has dropped and um, you might have a couple of toys if your puppy is a big fan of items that aren't theirs you might have their favorite pair of socks that you don't <laughs> want them to get and you're going to walk them through that course and make and uh, request them to leave those items alone and reward them with lots of cuddles caps and treats as they do those things um you might have those that quite far apart or closer together depending on the, the difficulty level that your puppy can achieve and um, you can do lots of stay practice. So um, you're down and stay. And how long can puppies stay for? How far away can you go to come back? Can you get from puppy's bed to the kitchen? Um, you can practice your on your bed training. How far away from your bed can puppy respond to that on your bed cue? So there's lots of different ways to work their training into fun games for everyone to play. 
So kind of back on our puppy games thing. So people can go into pet barn or city farmers stores to donate. That's a kind of across Australia. What should they be bringing home for their dogs? Absolutely. So if you listen to your puppy, they'll tell you everything in the store. Um, <laughs> we would encourage including you to pick the cat toys. Mm. Including the cat toys. Most importantly, the cat food. But that is not what we would encourage you. So in that sense, don't listen to puppies. They'll take everything they can from the shop. I would really encourage you to pick up a heavy-duty chew toy. Um, they last a long time and your puppies will love them. So Nyla bones are great, Kongs are great, um, maybe a new soft toy for them to play with if they're not going to shred it up, um, or perhaps a special treat um, to help them enjoy that big win thing of trust that we get. So how can you kind of pick the good or or, or also the, those appropriate toys that are safe-sized for your dog? Absolutely. So a lot of toys will have a weight range written on them. So number one, have a look at that. And uh, most of the stores will have a scale facility that you can check your puppy's weight if you don't know what it is um, and match your puppy up with the correct weight range on that toy. Um, if your puppy could fit that toy in their mouth, it is too small. So you want it to be larger than they can hold in their mouth with the risk of swallowing. Um, so uh, things like antlers are great, but once they get down to, um, you know, just a few centimetres, you're going to remove those from puppy because that can get swallowed um, and then you'll have a not-so-fun trip to the vet. Much more expensive than buying a new one. Exactly. It's always better to just buy a new one um, than let them completely devour it and risk um, injury in that sense. I would discourage uh, rope toys um, because some of the pups will pull all the fibres out and eat them individually. And again, a vet trip we can avoid. Um, and you also want to avoid, if you have a seeing eye puppy, our ball toys because we don't encourage them to play with tennis balls um, and dog balls. But for your pet dog, you may want to purchase a ball. Again, make sure it's an appropriate size. They can hold in their mouth without closing their mouth to swallow. Yeah, I think that that sounds like there's kind of lots of different safety considerations, but I guess it kind of depends on what your dog and actually that sounds like there's actually quite a lot that you can get. I am I'm a big fan of the Kong products and I have once heard people tell me that I should become a Kong ambassador because of how much I buy from their brand. Absolutely. Kongs are great. We're a big fan of the Kong soft toys in our house. Um up until it's wash day and then it's a bit traumatic for my boy when he has to watch all his headies go through the washing machine. But when they come back out, he is very happy to see them again. Mom, what are you doing? Why is it so wet in there? Yeah, basically. And he, he keeps them in a nice little pile on his bed. So he's very upset with me for disorganizing it. But, you know, you've got to keep it clean. So how do you use products like Kongs, kind of stuffed Kongs or antlers or something to kind of crate train a puppy or make that alone time positive? Obviously, that's been a big thing um, with kind of during the pandemic, everyone working from home. How can you use that kind of stuff that you can buy from Pet Barn? Absolutely. So Pet Barn has a great mix of items that you can use to help your puppies or your older dogs settle back into a routine where you aren't home 24 hours a day. Um, I'm sure everyone is very happy to be out about again and wants to make the most of that. Um, and everywhere you go is not going to be appropriate for your dog. So what you can start to do is make sure you set up your puppies and all your dog's space to feel nice and safe and comfortable. So if they have a favorite bed, that is the bed that you're going to pop in their crate so they feel nice and cozy and comfortable. 
give them something to do. So their uh, Kongs are fantastic for this. Um, Nyla Bones is great. You're going to go something a little bit more durable rather than um, a soft toy in this case if your dog is a heavy chewer. We don't want you to come home and find all of that teddy stuffing all over the house. Um, and what you're going to do is you're going to make sure your puppy has some snacks, food, maybe um, some of their kibble from uh, Royal Cannon with their uh, carrot inside of it. And you're going to give that to them and practice settling alone time before you actually leave. So you might do two to five minutes of just crate time while you're in the room, but at a distance. Then you're going to leave the room and you're going to leave the house. But making sure that the last thing you do before you go is make sure the puppy has something nice to focus on that isn't you. Um, Pet Barn have a lot of challenge toys and mental games, which are great for pet dogs where you can put treats in there and they have to think and keep their mind occupied while you're gone so they're not just focusing on when you're coming back. Well, that sounds like there are some really good takeaways that you can get whilst you are donating for the puppy games. Woohoo! Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you can always watch during the puppy games and see if there's any items that our puppies are training with in the game. Um, and you may even find that your puppy loves those too. So you can always get inspiration from the puppy games for your trip to Pet Barn. These guys may expertly avoid these obstacles, but they are actually quite fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much and good luck for the games. I, uh, I have my fingers crossed for you and Ivory. Thank you. Uh, we don't... You know, we're, we're excited to win and we're competitive, but it's all for a good cause and it's all for a bit of fun. So. You've been listening to this Seeing Our Dog Show on Vision Australia Radio. We have had Abby House back on again. Abby House is a puppy development trainer from Seeing Our Dogs. If you'd like to find out about becoming a puppy carer, the work that Seeing Our Dogs does or how you can help, head to sed.visionaustralia.org. If you'd like to find out about the puppy games, how to register to uh, get a notification about this event, donate, uh, find out about the athletes involved, head to the Puppy Games website at thepuppygames.com.au. That will take you to a website full of adorable information and help you watch the games when it is released on July 22nd. Thank you for listening and don't forget to give generously to the Pet Barn Foundation at Seeing Our Dogs Appeal. Listener.